the USFL Gambling Podcast Week 5 Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off uh, your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 of cold hard cash. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Mesh Shorts. Yes, just in time for summer. We got a brand new line of Mesh Shorts. Use the promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. And remember, folks, as always, to let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. States Football League Gambling Podcast. Yes, the USFL Gambling Podcast. Five weeks in, we are at the halfway point. This weekend has been uh, full of uh, surprises, upsets, and great football, and we will talk all about it. But perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, a.k.a. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. What is happening in this United States Football League? I don't know what, but we are getting uh, some big-time games, some big-time outcomes, and we are going to talk all about it. I am joined by my co-host, give it up for former, former JMU defensive back, the burrito-eating, sideline kiss-stealing, Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, there we go. Let's go, baby. Yes, oh, yeah. got the Tecmo Super Bowl music going at Patty yeah, C. Rocking and rolling. And what a weekend we have had here in the United States Football League because, uh, 
Well, let's recap the four games because uh, we'll do power rankings. We'll save that for the episode with NC Nick, which will be Thursday. But uh, I am completely impressed with... I'm starting to believe that I don't know what's going on, but I have faith in a couple teams. Uh, let's you get better right believe you have no idea what's going on in the North. Yeah, but I think actually I have a I think I have a better idea than the South actually in a way in a way I think I do. Do tell, do uh, well, tell. I will get right there, but before I do that, I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. Yes, Shady Rays is teaming up with us SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing fifty percent off, but you also get a chance to win five hundred dollars in cold hard cash. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. And right now, for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 in our shady may contest. We're also brought to you by SGPN shorts. Yes. You already got your shades. Now it's time to get a pair of mesh shorts. Great mesh shorts. Uh, you know, it's summertime folks. I'm down here and I'm in South America for another, for another week. And I can tell you it's hot as hell. You need mesh shorts. You need them uh, wherever. Not, 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 not only if you're in South America, but in any, really, any spot this summer, I feel like. Unless you're in fucking Antarctica or something. Uh, you need some mesh shorts. And SGPN has just dropped a new line of mesh shorts. Perfect for any summer activity. Uh, head to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Use the code SHORTS for 10% off. And remember, folks, as always, to let it ride. All right, Patty C. We are back. And I mean, the Pittsburgh Maulers is who I'm referring to of who I'm buying into. I think Troy Williams is a baller and I think he's turning into a good player. And that's all they needed because this defense, what they have five turnovers. I think it was, they created five turnovers. If memory serves me correct. Yeah. Um, Boy, uh, did they shut down Michigan. Dude, they, I, I was talking about this. I was doing the XFL pod, and we were talking afterwards uh, with CJ Sullivan and, and Justin Mark. Shout out to them. And uh, I don't know that I've ever seen this good of a defense in a spring league, including NFL Europe and World League and CFL. Maybe yeah. you could talk me into a CFL season, but I don't recall a defense this dominant. Um they're, they're, they they held Michigan to 152 yards. And like I said, they created, I believe, five turnovers. Um, that is... That's phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that we've ever... Oh, I guess it was four turnovers. One got one got called back, I guess, on, on replay. But... Uh, I mean, they made Reggie Corbin, who had previously been pretty darn effective, they just made him obsolete. Dude, this team is going to be I, – I actually think they might win the championship because it, it with Williams starting to come into his own, uh, yeah. who was 15 of 19, 15 of 19, 77 – or I think 79% uh, completion percentage, two touchdowns. Now, he did have one bad pick, but he also ran for 59 yards. 
and and that's what makes it. They have that as a dual threat player. Uh, I I lobbied this last year. I said this team's defense is good. Now I even think they're better this year defensively. And then you add in, you finally find your athlete at quarterback. I don't care that Garrett Groshek only had two point, you know, zero uh, two point one yards of carry, whatever it was. And uh, Madre London didn't, you know, the ground game didn't set the world on fire besides Williams running the ball. They ended up running uh, for 122 yards combined at 4.1 yards of carry. And that's just enough that you got yeah, expected. done as a unit. They also use uh, figuring out a way to use the backfield, uh, you know, the, the pass out of the backfield a little bit, uh, uh, both the white running backs. And then um, you got uh, Bailey Gaither and even Henny, um, you know, returning kicks, um, you know, they got a couple weapons that can, uh, that can, that can make the ball move down the field offensively. And, you know, you don't need that much. You just need a little bit to go along with that defense. And, and you're one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So right now, if the season ended today, it would be, uh, generals and maulers in the playoffs. Um, once again, halfway point of the USFL season, Let's talk about the Michigan Panthers. They've dropped three straight games, all three at home. Is it panic time, even though everyone's got the same record in the North? If you win next week and, you know, some other teams lose, you might be in first place. Um, well, I don't think home field counts for much at this point. Ford Field was pretty empty. Um, but, yes, uh, I mean, the results suggest that maybe it's time to the panic. They they've been slapped three weeks in a row. So and, and, and they got to stop playing at those NFL stadiums. Doesn't make any sense. Does not make yeah. any sense to play at, at, at those NFL stadiums when building yeah. this league. That's why they should have played at Eastern Michigan and Ypsilanti. Um yeah. Any of them, Central Michigan, Mount. You know, any of those stadiums are so much better. MLS team, perhaps. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're a Michigan Panther fan, there's hope. If if you look at a look look at the Memphis Showboats, who we'll talk about in, in a little bit here. But man, Pittsburgh, I'm convinced right now. If I, you know, I know we got to do a power rankings Thursday. Pittsburgh might be my top team, dude. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about all around weapons, obviously, like we had talked before about New Jersey having a bunch, a healthy uh, Birmingham being up there. And New Orleans, obviously, having, you know, some spectacular players. But on the defensive side of the ball, you're right. They're the most, you know, dynamic defensive team. And, you know, if this offense continues to come around, then you might be right. Overall, the number of weapons that they have may be the most in the league. And who knows about uh, unit cohesion yet, you know, but the defense has, has looked pretty cohesive all year long, you know, so. You got explosive players. You got a good cohesive unit. That's a, that's a tough uh, package to beat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just came away like really impressed. Just really impressed with that game. Let's talk about the other game that happened on Saturday. The Houston Gamblers twenty-seven, the Birmingham Stallions twenty. So I was on Pittsburgh as my dog that cashed. I was also on the Houston Gamblers that cashed, and I got fortunate because. Um, well, first off, the gamblers kind of whooped their ass. They're up 27 to 13 with about two minutes left. Stallions almost came back to, uh, to get in that mix, but 
Uh, Kenji Bahar was a late scratch. They ended up going with Terry Wilson at quarterback, the former uh, Oregon Ducks slash Kentucky Wildcats slash New Mexico Lobo. And uh, Patty C. Uh, don't look now, but the Gamblers have won three straight. And like I said, if the season ended right now, the Stallions would not be in the playoffs. It would be the Gamblers. They are undefeated since they got Mark Thompson healthy. He rushed for two touchdowns this past week. Um, he looks good again, man. He is stuck, huge man. and nimble. Th- oh, sorry, he rushed for three touchdowns. Uh, 16 for 78, five, just about five yards of carry. And three touchdowns. He ran over somebody in this game. I forget who, but what is that? Nine touchdowns in three weeks for him. Getting it done. And look, I thought with them losing Kenji Bahar, that might have been that might have been the deciding factor. But Terry Wilson, you know, nine of fourteen, not setting the world on fire, but threw for, threw a big touchdown to Anthony Ratliff Williams, the former Florida product, uh, fifty yard touchdown. So. That got it done. The defense was opportunistic, and the Gamblers have won three straight. Uh, your thoughts on the Stallions? I see my thing is the Stallions are too injured. I don't know that they're going to make the playoffs this year because this team has major injuries that a lot of them are season-ending. So you see it here with the Stallions. They, they still uh, did not have Bo Scarborough. This, uh, who knows how long he's out for now. We know Jamar Smith's out for the season. We know Marlon Williams is out for the season. I just think, and they lose, they lost Vic Bolden. They lost Sage Surratt. I just think they, they took too many hits. A lot of dudes. Yeah. It's funny how the narrative of this season is playing out because they started out as, you know, the clear cut top team in the league coming off of last year, which they ended as the clear cut pretty much top team in the league. So, you know, they, they are the first team that has really been hit super hard by the injury bug and it's showing up on a week by week basis. They're still competitive in most of their games against some pretty decent teams. Um, so if they get it all healthy or they figure out, you know, how to fill those holes, then they're still alive. Um, I'm super impressed with Magoo um, as a quarterback. You know, I think he really kind of uh, moves around, resets his feet, extends plays and creates plays downfield. And obviously he's, uh, Kind of a nice runner out of the backfield, 76 yeah. rush yards. Florida International, so. uh, the airport product. Um, <laughs> flying yeah. around, you might say. Flying around, and then, I mean, I, it just makes it really interesting to see. Now, the Gamblers are red hot. Uh, arguably the hottest team in the league, I think, right now. Uh, them are, Yeah, I think you would say Houston's the hottest team in the league. They're the only team on a three-game win streak right now. Yeah, but uh, what a, what an outcome there! Do you panic if you're a Stallions fan? I mean, you think you know, you think your season's done. I mean, obviously, I know you're 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 a half game back, but like those guys, a lot of those guys aren't coming back. So uh, the Stallions, they I play think the- you are not as confident as you were, but you're sitting there at three and two. You've had you know two respectable losses, and you just beat a team we thought you know we think is one of the better teams in the league in Pittsburgh just last week. So I, th- I think it's not time to panic just yet. If you're Birmingham, the good thing is they do have the Michigan Panthers on deck at filthy mm-hmm. Ford stadium, that roller rink. Nice little um, get right game there. Yeah. Nice little get, get right spot perhaps for the stallions. 
Uh, all right. Well, look, let's talk. Well, actually, before we talk Sunday's results, today's results is essentially uh, I, I got to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Talkify. Yes. Life is full of what ifs. Like what if Donald Trump did not ruin the original USFL by by convincing the other owners to go up against the NFL? We'd probably be in year like 45 right now of the USFL and it'd be fantastic. Um so what if you uh try something new when it came to uh to dating? Maybe maybe dating hasn't working out with you. It just hasn't been working out. You know, like well Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. Uh, what if, what if they help you find exactly what you're looking for? You know, I mean, maybe you're having a hard time, you know, meeting great people to date. Why try the same method over and over and over if it's just going to end up with the same result? It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. And here's how it works. Uh, Talkify has a team of matchmakers that will meet with you uh, to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you doing background checks to make sure old, old uh, Rebecca wasn't, uh, you know, uh, wasn't in the slammer over the past week. All right. They'll do all that stuff. Video interviews, asking the tough questions that are too awkward, you know, perhaps for the first date. Uh from there, they're going to set up your whole date. You know, uh, they'll handle all the communication for you, create a safe, stress-free dating experience. You got to love it. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. That's Talkify.com slash SGPN. All right. We are back Talking United States Football League week five reaction show. And uh, wow, we had a barn burner in uh, in Ford Field here. Once again, hate the fact it's at that dome. But uh, I can tell you this, the generals, the stars, they always give us a good game. And this one came down to a just first off, shout out to Luis Aguilar. I believe that's the son of Louis Aguilar. Uh, eight field goals in a game, eight for eight. Second time ever done in professional football. <laughs> and two of those and were golden leg. Two of those were plus 50 yards, man. He hits a game winning field goal. The, the stars bounce back. They needed that win so fucking bad. Yeah. Um, that might've been the season if they didn't get it. You know, what's crazy is Darius Victor had three fumbles. I think that was the real story of the game. Uh, you look at the gen the generals had 354 yards of offense to the stars 165. So the generals Ooh. defense held the stars to 165 yards of offense, 2.9 yards of play, right? But they didn't get the win because uh, they they kept turning the ball over, and uh, and Aguilar would make the most of what little yardage Philadelphia did get. Uh, I mean, I know DeAndre Johnson kind of went down too. That's something to pay attention to, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, three fumbles and a pick, so four four turnovers by the Generals. Kyle Laletta Cheese through an interception. I think the Generals need to get out of their own way, personally. 
Like, I felt this way all year when I watched the Generals. I think they're better than their record, and I think they're better than their performance, but they, Mike Riley's got to find a way to get this team playing crisp because they, they, they shoot themselves in the foot time and time again. And I feel like when I watch them, if you watch that game today, they were the clear-cut better team than the Stars. But yeah. hey, the Stars got the win, and they needed that thing in the worst way. So what do you make of this one? Well, New Jersey still hasn't had, you know, through five games, a 200-yard passing performance by one of their quarterbacks. So, um, you know, the, the quarterback play isn't spectacular from a statistical standpoint. Uh, DeAndre Johnson still jumps off screen every week with his athleticism, though. Um, Victor is still, you know, fumbling or not a, a force to be reckoned with you know, running the rock. Um, obviously if you fumble three times though, uh, most opponents are willing to, you know, take the, take the beating if you're giving them the ball back, but yeah, you might be right. I mean, do you more than double up the other team, almost triple up the other team in yardage and come away with a loss. That's disheartening. Um, meanwhile, Philadelphia still no running game. You talk about pathetic. Their, their highest rusher on the season is, Case Cook is with uh, 31 yards in week one, oh, their quarterback. Dude, that, that first drive, they got down to the one-yard line. All right, they complete a pass down to the one-yard line. They have three tries, and they lose three yards. So, And then they end up kicking a field goal. You're just sitting there like, what are you doing? You They're guys? a sissy team. They're a they sissy are. team. They're the one sissy team in this league, I think, buddy. So Yeah. Uh, but hey, they got the win, and right now they're, you know, I know that right now if the season ended, they're not in, but they have the same record. If they can win next week, you know, then it's a brand Shoot, new season. They might be first in the in the in the north if they win next week. Yeah, and they're, but they're they are taking on they are hosting the New Orleans Breakers in Detroit, but whew, that's a tall order. That is a tall order, buddy. Um, that is. I'm very curious to see you and Nick's power rankings when we do our show on thursday because there's just there's a lot it's it's crammed i don't know uh would are you think the stars are the worst team in the league still i mean yes at this point i would have i mean memphis it's tough obviously they had a huge win today but uh i mean there are like what five or six teams with the same record yeah. at this point let's talk about that five. one because the, the memphis showboats beat the new orleans breakers who were undefeated the Showboats have now won two in a row, and this was a huge win for them. Now, this is uh, one where I was completely you know who you know who was starting to gain traction for me is Carnell Lake as the defensive coordinator of the Showboats. I thought he really challenged the New Orleans Breakers, and uh, even though I mean the I, technically the Breakers only had like I think ten more yards of offense or eleven more yards of offense, uh, they put pressure on McLeod Bethel Thompson all game, all game long. And to go. me, uh, that was one of the biggest X factors. He never seemed comfortable. They also held the breakers to just 50 yards rushing. Now the problem is Memphis only rushed for 35, so they haven't fixed that. But another <laughs> thing is the, the breakers did turn the ball over three times, two fumbles and an interception that will do it. Uh, but I, Memphis has won two in a row. And all of a sudden every, every team has life right now. Every single team has life. I do. So they do. the breakers. I like the Carnell Lake pull, bringing a little Blitzberg down to Memphis. Yeah, no, the defense is to me what won them the game today. The defense well, only giving up ten points in consecutive weeks is 
is a good look. So, and, and you want to give Todd Haley, you want to get you, you won't give the credit to Todd Haley. You'll give it to Carnell Lake. You yeah. won't give it to Todd Haley. No, 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 no. You're a certified no. hater. Uh, look, they just suck still on, on offense. They, they can't <sighs> run the ball. They're kind of a sissy team. 23 rushes for 35 yards. Yeah, it's not. Wow, that's bad. I mean, that's really like bad. Less than two yards of if, rush. If there was another team that was on the same level as the Stars, it would be the Memphis Showboats, in my opinion. Yeah. So, well, Vinny Papali, though, junior there, six for 62. Getting the rock. Getting nice. the rock. McLeod Bethel Thompson still uh, able to put up 200 yards in the losing effort. At this point, by far the leading passer in the league. He didn't look uh, that 13. comfortable today, though. He did not, and 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 Wes Hills had a tough game, fourteen for thirty-eight. I don't know. It was tough. It was just uh, d- d- they seemed a little shell shocked, perhaps out the gate. But I I got to credit Carnell Lake in that defense. They got it done, and uh, they they constantly put pressure on uh, on McLeod Bethel Thompson. Yes, they did. Oh, a wide open league at this point. Would you say? Uh definitely, definitely. That's why I'm excited for. Thursday's show with our power rankings, but um, I mean, I guess we should talk about, let's just talk a little bit about the, well, the upcoming schedule for this weekend. We have this upcoming weekend. So next weekend, by the time you're listening to this folks, week six, the early Saturday game is the Pittsburgh Maulers at the Memphis showboats. I mean, that's intriguing there. You have Todd Haley against Pittsburgh. Now that's at the Liberty bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. Maybe some fans will show out after this two-game win streak. Who knows? Uh, then you have the Birmingham Stallions against the Michigan Panthers as the nightcap. And then I think the Sunday games. I don't know, actually. What's the uh, Sunday, you get the Breakers at the Philadelphia Stars in Detroit. And then you That should have, be a whooping, really. Yeah, this is probably the best game of the day. Uh, New Jersey Generals at the Houston Gamblers in Memphis, Tennessee. That one is very key because you got the hottest team in the league, the Houston Gamblers, and you got the New Jersey Generals that are kind of like shooting themselves in the foot. You lose this one, and you let you let uh, you know Michigan or, or Pittsburgh win. You might be asked out on uh, yeah on on the playoffs. yourself in some dire straits there. Yeah. Uh, you know, with only four games left. I'm going to go ahead and say, and then if Houston loses and Birmingham wins, which we I think we kind of think they'll beat Michigan then Houston would be on the outside of it. So uh, compelling week ahead, compelling week. What game are you most excited to see? Maulers, Showboats, Stallions, Panthers, Breakers, Stars, or Generals, Gamblers? Honestly, it's the Maulers, Showboats, because I'm interested to see Pittsburgh. I just want to watch them. And I know, I guess, uh, the Showboats are might be counterfeit a little bit, so assuming Pittsburgh might get the better of them. But look, they uh they won this week and what they almost won last week Memphis right yeah um no 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 they've so, won two in a row Memphis no, won they two won in two row. in a row that's yeah. right a two game win streak there and the Maulers are are pretty hot as well two of the last three with their only loss being a close loss to uh Birmingham these are two of the hotter and and more interesting teams in the league obviously New Jersey and Houston on Sunday though too. Patty C, I, I know we got to do our power power rankings, but right now we're at the halfway point of the United States Football League year two. Yeah. If you had to pick the Freedom Cup right now, who would it be? Ooh. 
Wow. I mean, the South is stacked. There are three good teams in the South that I think could emerge. Um, I got to go with uh, New Orleans, though, out of the South, just because I think Hills has been consistent enough and Thompson has been consistent enough that they have a reliably, you know, uh, Houston, though. productive oh. offense. Oh, you mean Bethel? What's Thompson? that? Okay. Yeah, Bethel. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, their offense has, has been, it looks, it looks the part. Uh, who do you have in the North? That's a tougher situation to figure out. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it comes down to New Jersey and Pittsburgh. I think I still rely on Jersey more, but can't can't count out Pittsburgh at all. You especially, dude. If Williams keeps, you know, playing better, like I've been really impressed with the development, the progress he's made in in five weeks or three weeks, whatever since he started. Um, oh man, yeah. I, I think that if he gets going, I think Pitts, it's going to be, I, th- I think it will be Pittsburgh, New Orleans. If he can well, he play could be league level. MVP, if he keeps it up, uh, he's led this team in rushing three straight weeks. He's you know, doing and it. Obviously. And that defense, that? Is, he's doing it and that defense is doing it. So watch yeah. out for the Maulers folks. Okay. Well, look, this is just a quick reaction show. I know we normally do our power rankings on a lot of the other reaction shows, but we're going to save that to Thursday with NC Nick in the house. Uh, with our picks for week six. Make sure you give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. Make sure you give myself a follow on Twitter at the Colby D. Um, and the USFL Gambling Podcast is on Twitter at USFL Gambling. Give us a follow. Also, you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com. Type in uh, USFL Gambling. You can watch this show. I'm still in South America for another week, but uh, excited for the future. These games, I'm telling you, this league's better than the XFL, man. It really is. Like I, I, I mean, watch loaded I, with with talent. I watch that, that both. Screen. Yeah, I watch both every week. I, I I get it. The home environments would be better, but as far as on the field, in my opinion, the coaching, the playing, like the players, the line of scrimmage is a lot better in the United States Football League than the XFL. Subscribe, tell a friend, folks, because I think I love what the USFL has got going here. Uh, all right. Uh, also, I host the College Football Experience, so check out that podcast. Uh, we're heating up. We're about to preview all 133 teams in a couple weeks here. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, I also host the College Baseball Experience, which, you know, obviously their tournament's about to go off. The postseason in college baseball coming soon. And I also uh, uh, host the College Basketball Experience, too. Check out all of those podcasts and the XFL gambling podcast folks until, uh, until Thursday, uh, Football. let's go. Whoops. I did not mean to press that, but, uh, yeah, I, I can go out on, I can go out on some music like that. Hang on. Um, but yeah. All right. Thursday, we'll be back. NC Nick, myself, Patty C talking, uh, Talking, you know, week six USFL. I cannot wait. So, folks, until then, this is the USFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.